We've got the team together with the opinion and selections. Let's get it started. RSN 927's Melbourne panel. Great to be with you on this Saturday morning and what a terrific winter meeting we have at Caulfield in Melbourne and we're racing on a soft five with Tim Bailey reporting back at around 7.30 that a couple of gallopers worked there at Caulfield this morning and he thought maybe at 7 o'clock it would be a soft six but the jockeys reported that we should be racing on a soft five there this afternoon. Let's welcome in the team to preview this card. David Gately, it's a big hello to you. Um, beautiful, Hello, beautiful winter morning. How was your run? No, it was not too bad today, so um, felt pretty good. But uh, it was a lovely, lovely morning, no doubt. So, um, yeah, the track is probably a little better than a few of us thought. But um, how will that affect horses like Chief Eltony? Well, uh, let's find out. Mark Hunter, good morning to you. It was great to hear from our great mate, um, Dean Lester, on uh, Monday. And he's um, recovering well. He's in hospital at the moment still, Dino. Big hello to you, mate. Um, and um, he'll be ready to go by the spring mark. So we're looking forward to that. And at Caulfield today, mate, can we back a winner? Are you confident? Yeah, morning, Gareth. Dino's up and about. He backed a winner there at Cranbourne during the week, so yes. he's got a spring in his step. He's, he's on the move. He's certainly far more active than he was a week ago. Um, Is he dreaming of you too? Sorry? Is he, he dreaming well, of Yeah. He had, he had some theory that I saved his life there. Yes. Because my daughter had worked at the Alfred Hospital until recently, and he had some theory that, I, that we combined to save his life. So I, 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 was, I was out for dinner in Beverly Hills and took a call from him, and I didn't know who I'd spoken to. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, your Dino's hero anyway. It was a funny story. <laughs> um, and the doggies won last night too. Look out. Here they come. Oh, slow start. Not much opposition. We'll see how we go next week, Gareth. We won't get carried away just yet. No. A week at a time, as they say. I think this man, Brendan Delaney's recovered from Swan Hill by now. Good morning to you, Brendan. It's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, good morning, Gareth. Yeah, a couple of days. Uh, we're getting a bit older and wiser now, so we don't go as hard. So the recovery process is uh, a little bit easier than the, than what it was in yesteryear. And you know Dino's on the road to recovery when he's um, chipping Quinny on Twitter there late at night <laughs> on a Friday night. Um, hello to you, Quinny. Was Dino right? Were you up to some mischief there last night? No, I think he was referring. I was a little bit lonely and bored maybe on Friday night. I didn't have much to fill the time, but it was great to see that Dino has not lost his sense of humour. Yes. He did give me a little clip on Twitter last night, which was very well received by yes. his legion of fans. I'm getting a few text messages. I think the nurses, I think he's found a couple of nurses, Dino, um, that um, enjoy punt, it sounds like. So I think they've been asking him for a couple of tips, so he's been doing the form. Um, so good on you, Dino. Good luck today. Let's have a look at this first race at Caulfield. We are racing on a soft five, and this is a beauty for the three-year-old filly. Scratchings are clear here, Quinny, and it's a terrific betting race. It is a terrific betting race. There's been support for a couple of runners at the pointy end of the market. The best back runner at this stage is number two, Unusual Culture, who's been $3.50 into $3.20. Outside of that, she's all class. A 3.70 second elect out slightly from three fifty. Chain of Honor, four forty into 4 Swerving, 6 out to 7 Jezelenko, 11 Melanie at 17 The best back runner at this stage is the favourite, number two, Unusual Culture. What a race this is to kick off proceedings gate. We've got former New Zealanders. We've got form lines from regional New South Wales. Um, Chain of Lightning, of course, I speak of, who, who's now first up for Peter Moody. Um, so looking forward to this contest. Um, who are you tipping? Yeah, look, it is a challenging sort of race and a um, bit of a theme of of off-season racing, isn't it? A whole lot of angles, but um, 
Yeah, hopefully we can we can get a few right. I think unusual culture can run well. I certainly don't think um, she's a good thing, but uh, she did bolt in on debut at 1,400. And a couple of good efforts at the mile behind White Noise, you know, competitive in a derby lead-up in Sydney. Ballon Rouge, who went on to win the New Zealand Oaks, group one over there. Did like the jump out. Look, she's all class jumped out better, to my eye. Now she's in the new stable now, of course. Uh, forgive uh, one run last prep was lame. And uh, close up in a group two in the spring says she's the one to beat. She's left alone at the top of the weight. So the theory is she'll need to be significantly better than them. Uh, but she may well be. Jezalinko didn't fire fresh, but it was a fast on-speed race and uh, she was ridden back. I think a more positive ride here is the key fitter. And Chain of Lightning, um, job done in two low-class races in January. Strong winning form behind her, though. And another one has jumped out well. So some challenges here, but uh, I went 2-1-3-4 for the record. So 2-1-3-4 there for Gator. Mark Hunter, what are you doing here? Yeah, on the same topic, Gareth, number two, Unusual Culture, who probably going against what Dave Eustace said. I just thought... If New Zealand runs were all good, uh, as Gator mentioned, the New Zealand Oaks form around it. Trial well. I think it will park midfield and be very strong here to beat number four, Chain of Lightning. Coming from weaker form lines, but gee, it was impressive, especially that second start. It's trial well for Moody. Once she's all class, Xwala maybe just didn't run the longer trips as they tried to stretch it out last time. Looks to have trolled okay. Just want to see it come back. And six swerving, who I thought was an impressive debut. The margin should have been greater. Good recent trial, probably sits behind Jezalenko and gets every chance here with the claim. So I'll go 2, 4, 1 and 6. It's a good test for Dave Eustace, Mark, because most of the form analysts that I've spoken to leading up to this race, I know Glenn Ingram was keen on unusual culture there yesterday. Gator's with her, you're with her, <laughs> and Dave is thinking maybe she's all class just in front of her. So it'll be interesting to see the form analysts taking on the trainer. Yeah, look, there's not much in it. Um, I'm sure there, there won't be much in it either way, so I'm not sure we can claim bragging right there with the result. What are you doing here, Brendan? Uh, I'm going to go with She's All Class. She has to defy the uh, the big weight, but uh, she's uh, raised in uh, competitive enough in, in the high level to uh, to probably deserve to carry that weight, like what I've seen of her in a recent uh, Cranbourne jump out, first up for the May Eustace team. Uh, just going to uh, back her in that she can uh, lump that weight and score and beat the stable-made unusual culture. Uh, trials have been good, solid work out there at Horsham uh, in preparation for this, has raised at stakes level. Six Swerving, like the win at Geelong, like we'd have seen in a jump out at uh, at Werribee recently, and then four chain of lightning. Uh, the unbeaten Queenslander uh, first up for Moody this afternoon is uh, is more than an interesting runner, but just going to back in her class. She's all class one, two, six, and four. So the numbers from the team in the first Gator likes the two from the one, three, and four. Mark Hunter is with the two from the four, one, and six, and Brendan Delaney with the one. She's all class over the two. Four and six race twos for the two-year-olds over the eleven hundred meters. Eros is a scratching the six, the nine. He's ev- he's heaven comes out as well, along with the thirteen blonde venture, the sixteen south of Houston. Starbury the seventeen is also out. What price for this favourite now, Quinny? Now dominates the market, Gareth at a dollar fifty. Was a dollar ninety into a dollar seventy-five initially. Has done nothing but firm since that point in time, all the way down to a dollar fifty. We do have to factor in minor deductions, unfortunately, totaling fifteen cents in the dollar. But over eighty-five percent of the money at this stage is on the firming favourite Gennady to hopefully make it two from two today. 
She dances now a five dollar second elect. Taught you could at fifteen. Thronbone twenty six. There's been a little bit of support from one at longer odds. Number 10, Hoofs Don't Lie, 31 into 26, back to 31. But it's all about the favourite, Gennady, to hopefully get the job done once again for favoured punters. Mark, are you tipping this daughter of deep impact to do it again at a second race start? Yeah, it'll probably win, Gareth. Look, the scratchings, I thought probably three of the main dangers have come out here from those scratchings. So it's a much weaker race than what it was yesterday. Gennady... It couldn't be more impressive, ran good time. The only issue you've got here is a stack of speed, and I think at some stage it's going to be buried in the pack. So if you're taking a dollar fifty, you just want to see the luck come from about the 400. But the way it won, it should be winning this race. To beat number two, Taught You Could, who was impressive on that heavy track on debut. A couple of recent jump outs have been good. 11th Thronbone, it was terrific at Sandown. Got a long way back and really hit the line. And five She Dancers, who it's a harder race, there's more pressure, but it just might to the top and take running down again. So it should win. I don't want to take the short odds. 3, 2, 11 and 5. Would you be more inclined then, Mark, to back a horse like Thrombone the place? Yeah, that'd probably, if I was going to bet in the race, that'd probably be my bet because you know what you've got. It's fit. It's going well. Uh, whereas you have got, you know, taught you could first up from a break. And so I'd probably go with Thrombone the place if I was having a bet. All right, mate. How are you analysing this race, Brendan? With Gennady, sort of have to be with her after what we've seen there at Flemington, uh, but uh, got her in a similar spot to, to Mark. She's going to need a bit of luck, but she's got the turn of foot to get herself out of trouble, uh, what we've seen there down the straight. I think she'll be winning this race. Thrombone in for second, uh, got a mile out of its ground there at Sandown when they burnt along early, but really put it together the last 150 metres or so. I thought that was a, a really nice hit out. Thought you could, would have liked it to uh, be in that wetter range a little bit more from what we're have uh, seen of him but uh, not going to discount him on the work that he's done leading into this that he can perform on uh, drying ground and then of the first starters maybe eight dirty grin uh, thought the work in a Werribee jump out was pretty good with, with little pressure applied but uh, gave the indication that there might be something there three eleven two and eight for me in the second Gator what do you make of your great mates um declaration of recent times Mickey Sharkey saying that Gennati will be winning the thousand guineas in the spring Look, I've got no knock on bold statements and putting your uh, <laughs> your um, thoughts on the line early. I think it's it's great, but I then you it. have to be able. To... Oh, we're still there. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, Continue on. Yeah, but you, yeah, you've got to be able to back it up as well and admit when you're wrong. I think that's the problem with uh, many in society, and I'm one who <laughs> conveniently forget when we when we get it wrong. But um, look, she does look pretty smart. I mean, it was a terrific debut. In Mark's reference to the clock, um, and there was so much strength there. And what she did do was beat two uh, two-year-olds who were coming off really neat wins uh, against, you know, running good time against older horses as well. And there was a gap back to fourth. So, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever your dollar fifty, so you got to win two out of every three, and then maybe you're strung up and in traffic in the miss, um, but you win the other two. So maybe the market is about right, but. Um, yeah, sure enough. Taught you could resume. Handled heavy ground well to win on debut, beating one who then won that $2 million race in Sydney. Now, it's jumped out well either side of that. And she dances look good on debut. Now, she didn't really get a chance to smash the clock because the tempo early wasn't there for her. But what she did do was run a really strong last 600 figure. I think she's got a nice future. And Thron Bone certainly in the game. So three, two, five, eleven there. So Gator's numbers there, three, two, five, and 11. Mark Hunter... With Gennati as well, 3, 2, 11 and 5. And Brendan Delaney with the 3, 
over the 11, 2 and 8. It's 8.16. This is the Melbourne Ford Panel preview in Caulfield this afternoon. We'll take a break and we'll come back and look at races 3, 4 and 5. In the third race, we see Duchess of Dorset looking to bounce back after being defeated as an odds-on favourite. They're at Swan Hill first up. The Melbourne Racing Panel, presented by the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival, where champions emerge. Welcome back to RSN Saturday Race Day. This is the Melbourne Form Panel, up to race number three. And this is uh, for the Mayors. It's a benchmark 84 at Caulfield over the 1,100 metres. Unfortunately, Rainbills are scratching the one. Kalgani Royale, the two, comes out, along with the six Irish Angel. And uh, those are the three mares that are out. And uh, Peter Moody's got a well back favourite here, Quinny. He does indeed, Gareth. Number 10, Dance to Dubai, who's been $4.60 into three ten, back to three twenty. Unfortunately, deductions again playing a major part here, totaling $0.27 cents in the dollar. But some decent bets throughout the course of the week, including 4000 at four forty and 4000 at $4.20. Heads the market now from Duchess at Dorset, a five fifty second elect. Beatrix has been specced now into six fifty. Little Stevie, 7 Energy within at 11. Twist of Fury, 13. Belsiel, 14. Lady Solly, 16. But good move here for the favourite. Number 10, Dance to Dubai. How have you sorted out this race with your speed map and then your tips, Brendan Delaney? A bit of pressure. Dance to Dubai near the inside will go forward. That's been her uh, her going the two runs she's had this preparation. Duchess of Dorset won't be far away. And then from the centre, iconic star Twister Fury Lady Solly. They'll come out running uh, as they usually do. I'm backing that Dance to Dubai can uh, just hold up to that pressure over on the inside. Was excellent winning first up uh, where she covered ground and then went up in uh, up in weight and drew wide last time behind Salva Rose. And she fought it out to the end. The gate was no help there. Back down to 53 has to cope with the step up in grey but I think she's more than capable to do so number 10 to beat 8 little Stevie on the back up from last week. She comes back round to Ben. She just needs a little bit of luck and if they do burn in front hopefully she's the one coiled up uh, to let go at them late. 5 Duchess of Dorset. She was disappointing there uh, at Swan Hill. Old Pravro left her standing at the top of the straight. Maybe she had a bad day. Uh, she's more than capable of turning it around and being in the money here and if they do really fly in front. Terramia's trial was really good in preparation for this. Uh, goes back to the uh, the Hope Stable. Good record at the trip. Would have liked it in the softer range, but she'll be running on hard. 10 to beat 8, 5 and 13. What are you doing here in the third uh, gator? Look, I'm going to tip Duchess of Dorset and certainly forgive that run at Swan Hill. Um, obviously, if you're beaten at $1.60, um, you know, there's a much higher expectation, but I mean, she was under pressure from the start to the finish of that race. I just think she was run off her feet. You know, back at 9.75 was a bit slick for her. I think getting fitter, she had the gap between runs there. So I'm thinking fitter to 1,100 and drawn to get a comfortable run here. You know, so you're not being hustled. You're not, you know, 90% of your max to, to stay in touch. You can just relax and then finish off. That's what I'm thinking. But I've been wrong before. Dance to Dubai was a really tough winner fresh, as Brendan referenced. And she had that run at Caulfield last time was terrific. Shared the speed in a line of three, uh, real pressure race. I know Pandora Blue kicked on, uh, but she never stopped trying, and was certainly set up for a run on with the, the, the you know well above class average early speed there. Energy within uh, is back in class here with a lightweight. She need a good ride from the draw, uh, but thinks she can win. And Bell Ciel uh, was luckless last time, and prior to that, 
covered a lot of ground and wasn't far off down to Dubai, and she's much better priced. So she might be the overs in the race. Five, ten, eleven, nine. Are you having a bet here, Mark? I might, Gareth, at a bit of odds. I think the race stands out to me as a just set up for a run-on to come out of the pack and win. I'm going to have a throw at the stumps here with number 13, Terry Mia, who's changed tables to Liam Shannon Hope. I thought a recent trial was really good. It's only got the 52 after the claim. And I just think the race will set up for something to run them down here the last 100 metres, so I'm hoping that horse to beat. Number 12, Beatrix, who draws wide, but just might be able to blend across behind what looks like very good speed on paper and with a good win first up. 10 dance to Dubai. It's going well. It's drawn gate one. It'll try and lead, but, gee, I think Twisted Fury and Lady Sully are fast. The horse, they're 1,000-metre horses. I think they'll really hammer forward and make life difficult. And fourth pick, number eight, Little Stevie. On the quick backup, went OK last week. Suited by the speed, has got some chance. So I'll probably have something on 13 and 12 and just hope they go mad. 13, 12, 10 and 8. So Gator selections in race 3, 5, 10, 11 and 9. He's with Duchess of Dorset. Mark Hunter likes a couple at a price here. Um, the 13, Terramia, and also the 12, Beatrix. So 13, 12, 10 and 8. And Brendan Delaney is with the 10, the well-back favourite dancer to buy from the 8, 5, and 13. Geez, I'm looking forward to this fourth race for the open-class gallopers over the 2,000 metres. Acceleration, the 10s are scratching, and the 11, Silent Command also comes out here, Quinny. And we lose 14 cents in the dollar there through those two scratchings, as you alluded to, Gareth. And Grand Slam, a drifting favourite here, 270 out to $3.20. The money has come for Diagula, $6 into three ninety. No effort, four eighty. He's a shocker, 8 into five fifty. Pancho, 12, and there's been a little bit of support for Independent Road at the big odds, as much as $51 into 23. Grand Slam on the drift. Diagula, the best backed. Each way money for he's a shocker. Gator, I guess the question for Grand Slam fans is soft five. Um, is that track firm enough for him? Yeah, look, I think it is. Um, I think soft five, I think good four would be better. Yep. And a soft six would be worse. So, um, not perfect, but... Yeah, it could be worse. I think the real key is him getting control of the race and jumping cleanly. I mean, the guy tipped him last time. As soon as the race, after 100 metres, he couldn't win it. Um, and then, you know, it was just in an awful spot, pulling his head off and covered ground. So go back three runs and he's thrashing a pretty good horse in good time. No effort. Um, does like the jar out of the track. That's advantage her. Uh, she found the lead in the Grand Slam race last time and kicked on. She's a stakes winner here, of course. Now, Dragler is an interesting one. A terrific return win and then just fair last time. But um, I'm thinking just may have been a little bit flat second up. The query with that is he has been proven second up in the past. So his profile says he should have run better than that anyway. But he, he ran OK. He backs up, gets to 2000 uh, with a trainer I've got a lot of respect for. Offer genuine speed, so I can't sack him yet. And he's the shocker, looks about ready. 6128. Mark Hunter, is it a case there with the Grand Slam? Um, I know you love your trots, that they need to go and watch a few videos, Joe, anyway, of like Lance Justice with Smoking Up or the great Vinnie Knight um, with Poppy, and just you got to go to the front at all costs. Yeah, I wouldn't think he'd cross no effort. No effort's okay. wrong one. I'd, I'd be surprised if Grand Slam gets across it. The can he push, the, can he push and go to the front? Well, maybe, but the worry I've got with Grand Slam is just what that run, obviously with the, the owner's connection to Warnable, they wanted to run in the Warnable Cup. Now, that was 23.50 on a really, really heavy track. So my 
My little worry is the lingering um, side effect of running in that race. That's the worry I've got with Greenstone. I don't like this race. I thought acceleration was a good thing. Now I'm left with maybe number eight. He's a shocker who's had the two runs back from a spell on its favoured soft ground. It's going really well. It's got to run 2,000 metres. It should. Um, it'll sit back, mind its own business, and if they do press on the Grand Slam and make it a bit of a test, it'll just set up perfectly for he's a shocker to run well at least each way. No good thing to beat number one Grand Slam. Look, it may well win. The last race was just not suited the way everything worked out. Uh, two no effort. Once no effort finds form, it holds it. It races really well at Caulfield. To me, it looks the leader again. And six Dagula, not sure what to make of it. Has to run 2,000 metres. Didn't really fire last week. Paddy backing it up is a good sign. I'll back him in, so I'll give it some chance. I don't like the race now. I'll go 8, 1, 2 and 6. And Brendan, good luck to Shane Jackson with his first runner within a twinkling this afternoon in the fourth race at Caulfield. Yeah, he had a pretty solid bowl around at the hurdle trials on Tuesday, so... Uh... I wouldn't uh, discount him out of going forward in this race. I think it's going to be a fascinating first couple of hundred metres. Do they press on with Grand Slam and try and cross? No effort. Uh, uh, it's going to be uh, a fascinating first couple of hundred. I'm going to go back with uh, Diagula. I was with him last week. It was a big effort fresh. I think he just got into a really awkward spot where he was carting the field up to that trio that, that were really had the foot down uh, from a fair way out last week, and I'm not sure he really appreciated that. If he's got it back to follow into the race today, he might be... Uh, one to uh, to charge over the top and be the last man standing. Diagula on top of eight. He's a shocker. Uh, he was excellent fresh there at Flemington. Solid enough at Sandown. He's third up. He's fitter again. Uh, no effort. I think if it gets down to a bit of a stoush between Grand Slam and no effort, I think she might be a little bit tougher. Uh, just going to put her in for second. She didn't have things go away when she bombed the start. Got it her own way last time. And then Grand Slam, uh, he's going in for third. Agree with Mark. Not sure what that warnable run took out of him. Uh, uh, your ticket went to confetti early on last time out, and it's just going to be interesting to see what he does uh, from the breeze. But uh, happy to be with the Agler again, six, eight, two, and one. And Gators with the Agler as well, so he's with the six from the one, two, and eight. He's a shock at the tip from Mark Hunter, eight, one, two, and six. And Brenda Delaney, of course, with the Agler to win for P Payne, six, eight. Two and one. Let's have a look at race number five, benchmark 78 over the 1600 metres. Scratchings here, the six, Somerset Morn comes out, um, running into a few of the owners there at the Rising Sun last night in South Melbourne. They're tipping um, this horse that you might should have something each way there in Adelaide this afternoon for Danny O'Brien. Um, the eight is out, fifth position. Sir Lamarack comes out, the nine, flexible, the tens also are scratching, along with the 17, Coulth, and the 16, or the 19 also comes out here, Quinny. Um, what's the market doing? You are such a professional, Gareth. Still networking at midnight when you've got an early start the next day just to help the RSN family get some extra intel. So we greatly appreciate your efforts. And Chief Altoni's been popular here, 360 into 260. Again, unfortunately, we do need to factor in some deductions going along the way. We lose 15 cents in the dollar in total, but has been the best backed in term of investment. Eagles Craig, a 550 second elect, Lyrical Lad 8. Bell Toro 10. Now, there's been speaking for a couple of runners at longer odds here. Number 13, First Light, has been $14 into 10. Good and Proper's had support 16 into 14. And Blue Cup, 31 into 21. So if you're casting the net a little bit wider, a few backed at double-figure odds, but clearly the best backed is the favourite, Chief Altoni. Quinny's good, isn't he, Mark? Just because Dino caught him out last night. He's trying to throw everyone under the bus. Um, who do you like here in race number five? I think it's a hard race, Gareth. I'm going to go with the import here, number 13, first light. I quite liked its 
overseas runs. Probably didn't run the 2800 a couple of starts ago. It's recent jump out. Looks a lot sharper than your, your slow overseas status. If this is a race where there's just no speed. Falls, to me, looks to be the only leader. And I thought if First Light could fall down to about three back inside, the way it trialled, it looks like it's going terrific. It can poke through inside when the sprint goes on. And I think First Light's got a, a really good each-way chance here to beat number four, Falls, who probably would have liked it wetter. But I, I think they would have set it for that race at Sandown last time. It just couldn't carry that big weight in the ground. Now it's fit. gets a lovely running front. I'm sure it will take plenty of running down. Three Blue Cup, another import. It's trialled terrific for mine. Looks like it's ready to go fresh. And one Chief Altoni. The drying track, the issue, but the horse is just racing in absolutely fantastic form. It's got a winning chance for sure. So, little value hope here, number 13, 13, 4, 3 and 1. Well, I know he was your Rama Ruffy there on the Breakfast Club yesterday. He's firmed in um, to $10. Mark, you still happy with that price? Yeah, it's probably just a few scratchings there, Gareth. There's yeah. a few coming out that were in the market, so... I'd say that it hasn't, wouldn't have changed that much. All right, mate. So 13, 4, 3, and 1 there for Mark Hunter. Brendan Delaney? Uh, I'm going to go with Eagles Craig. He, he disappointed me uh, there at Swan Hill when he got to Mr Pickwick, but he was just too, uh, uh, too game for him there. And maybe a, a bit of a weight swing wasn't in his favour, but I think from fifth from the wide draw, uh, Declan Bates will roll for with the lack of speed in the race. And uh, I think he might be first to uh, to have a crack at, at probably Falls, who's going to uh, possibly lead the race, or Swelter Magic. So uh, just backing that with that extra run under his belt from Swan Hill, had time between runs uh, going there off the Morfittville run. A uh, little bit of extra fitness. I'm going with Eagles Craig. Uh, to beat number one, Chief Altony. He's in form. He carries weight. Big effort last time. Question is how far back he is off uh, uh, what doesn't look to be a fast tempo and the drying grounds probably against him a little bit as well. Uh, then the imports. Blue Cup. Uh, Australian debut. Liked what I've seen under a solid hold at Cranbourne and, uh, and 13 first light. Uh, he's a couple of Flemington jump outs. He's looked really solid in so wouldn't be surprised if either of the internationals first up here, uh, stepped out and won. But uh, going to trust Eagles Crag here. It's not, not a done thing probably to trust him at this stage of his career, but 18, 1, 3 and 13. Who are you trusting here, Gator? Well, Chief Olsen is very easy to trust, uh, given he runs well most times. He goes to the races, especially when there's jar out of the track. Now, being a five or close to it, you know, I think it's clearly advantage Eagles Crag over Chief Eltony. Um But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to stick with Chief Eltony. I obviously powered away from them at Lakeside with his big weight. Flew home last time. I had a really promising horse. He was closing. Uh, fractions were exceptional. He's got the big weight. But it's a really high limit. Lyrical Lad, again, just didn't quite finish off at the 2000 last time, but he had a slow recovery anyway. He flew home prior to that. Just missed he's a shocker. He's since run well again and runs, obviously, earlier today. Again, for a further reference... Back to the mile, drawn out to swoop. And Beltoro looked a coming winner uh, last time off a couple of two good efforts, but he had the gap between runs and uh, he went forward in a, you know, in, in pretty much a run-on's track there in the Swan Hill Cup. So he gets another go. Blue Chips tried well, and Eagles Craig's a must for that early quarter. I think 1, 12, 7 and 3. So there's Gator's numbers. 1, 12, 7 and 3 there. In race number 5 at Caulfield, Mark Hunter likes the 13. First up for Chris Waller at an each-way price, first light, 13, 4, 3, and 1. 
And uh, Brendan Delaney, he's keen on Eagles. Craig, the 18 over the 1, 3 and 13. It's 8.34. This is the Melbourne Form panel looking at Caulfield on a soft five. And we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and have a look at the Quaddy Legs. The... Gareth Hall, David Gately, Mark Hunter, Brenda Delaney, Nicholas Quinn with you on this Saturday morning. Hopefully you're enjoying your Saturday morning wherever you may be. And here in Melbourne, what a beautiful morning it is. So looks like it's going to be a terrific afternoon. So get out to Caulfield. Um, if you've got not too much on on this winter afternoon, it should be a beautiful day there. Now race six, first leg of the Quaddies Lamaris Hotel Handicap over the 1,000 metres. Looking at the scratchings here. And you just take out those horses down the bottom there, the 14, 15 and 16, Quinny. Good betting race here, Gareth. Your favourite has been Popular Inundation, who's now at $2.60. Just to push out ever so slightly from two forty. The best back runner is the second elect Squid Game, four sixty into as low as three seventy, back out to three ninety. Starry Legend eight fifty. Cooled's been supported at the double figure odds, fifteen dollars into ten. Then we have Lloyd's Crown twelve. Nice for what, 18. Lempicka, 21. Throw it to Stumps, 26. Inundation heads the market at $2.60. Squid Game, the best backed. Inundation's just an interesting horse here. Brendan Delaney from winning. He's made it in good good fashion on a soft five, then bolting home on a um, on the synthetic track at there at Packard and been a benchmark 58. And then he comes to town and he's the $2.10 favourite. He still looked like he had plenty to learn winning. I should say. Yeah, when he was there at Packingham, still looked like he had uh, a fair bit to learn about what was going on. Uh, might have just been a bit lost out there. He was that far in front. But looking for one that's going to get the, the sweet spot run with Starry Legend going forward and looking for that horse that's going to have that Ashford Street sort of uh, trail behind him. And I'm going to spec one at a double-figure prize here in number 11, nice for what? Really liked what i seen in her maiden win there at Cranbourne. Uh, was pretty much untouched to the line. 52 kilos, low draw. If Alana Kelly can just get her to relax through that first part of the race when Starry Legend uh, accelerates away, uh, I think she can be there to, to have first crack and, and uh, be one at a price that's that a good chance at uh, going on to win the race, being close enough to uh, to win. Got a good record at 1,000 metres. The trap uh, that I fell into last week was... Looking away from 1,000-metre horses in 1,000-metre races. She's been there five times in lesser grey, but has been in the top two on four of those occasions. Hope she's got the stalking role. She's on top of inundation. Very good at Mornington. Bolted in at Packingham. Still very green. He makes a big step up in grade here. Squid Game goes into uh, into third. 1,000 metres is the little query for me. Yep, he was super chasing passive-aggressive last time. But he got a long way back. It was in a straight line. He's got to go round a bend. He's got to be closer with the 51 kilos, you would think. And then one star legend he'll be out there or be rolling along just a matter of if they can get to him or not but I'm happy to back nice for what on a on a one by three one by four proposition 11 seven four and one Gator your thoughts here look I'm, I'm going to tip squid game it was it was back uh, badly strung up first up and by the time he was clear star patrol was back in the winners list and ribbons thrown around his neck this thing flew home then a huge last 600 bigger last time the passive aggressive I agree back to a 1,000 is the query. But look, he has been up on speed before, so I don't think he'll get you know be run off his feet. And I think that's the query when you're coming back in trip, if you can't accelerate and get into the race. But I can't see that being the problem given his profile, and he gets him with no weight. Inundation looks extremely promising, and the clock's certainly there to back this horse up. One, two low-grade races, sure. 
but did it running 11.5, then 8.5 lengths above the class average to win them both. So make no mistake, it panels on those class. And, and these are the horses that tend to measure up. The query and the challenge for him here is this will not be a crawl. Starry legend only knows one way. There'll be pressure, and if he can absorb that kick on and win, then he is a good horse. Cool's unbeaten is Prep around a bend, and the two misses are up the straight. And Starry Legend's always a threat in these. Glenn Picker, perhaps the best blowout, but 4-7-2-1. Mark Hunt, are you with his favourite, or are you taking him on? I'm going to tip the favourites to run one too, Gareth, but it's a race. I'm certainly not convinced I've got it right. I'll be taking seven horses in the quaddy, so we'll tip number four, Squid Game. I just listened to Tommy Sadler with Starry Legend. You think they're really going to fly along today, so the race will be run... Helter Skelter, Swig Game won't be able to over-race. It'll be back. Uh, it's got 51 kilos. Whether 1,000 metres is far enough for it, I don't know, but, gee, you'll be hitting the line to beat seven inundation. Just a different setup here. Again, with Starry Legion just flying and a bit of speed under inundation, it's going to have to work a lot harder than it has the last couple. It may well win, but I think it's rock-bottom odds. Two that might be running on down the middle here, number 10, fly on by. It's come back from the spell in terrific form, bolted in weaker grade last time, and eight limb picker. Just with no weight, if they go berserk, just looking for the two that might be finishing off down the centre. So I don't, I'm not sold though, you know, they don't dominate the race, but I'll go four, seven, ten, and eight. So Gators with the four from the seven, two, and one. Mark Hunter also with the four squid game over the seven, ten, and eight. And Brendan Delaney playing the 11 nice, but what a good each way price there in race six to kick off the quaddy. So 11, seven, four, and one for Brendan. Race number seven is over the 1,400 metres, benchmark 84. And uh, the scratchings here, you can take out the four Exeter. Nine Legionnaire also comes out here, Quinny. And we've got joint favourites here, Gareth. It's been a good betting race with the best backrunner, the third and fourth elects at this early stage. With Blazer Trail and Skywolf currently at $4, but it's Curran and the General, the two punters' picks. Curran, eight fifty into $5, and the General, $17 into 6 Then we have Pioneer River, 9 Zoltan, 13 Sam's Image, 21 into 13 Designer Sheep, 23 Rock the Ring, 26. The two favourites just easing slightly with Curran and the General, the early movers. Looks like there's a few chances here, Gator. Yeah, it does look that way, doesn't it? I mean, Curran is just a really good horse. I mean, a terrific closing section was fresh. Drew the wrong spot for me to an inside them. They're not winning from those inside draws up the straight at the moment. But it all bar a good one. Triple missile in the topaz last time. Up in the weights, but back to 84 grade, like him drawn out. And I uh, thought he was the early favourite against us, uh, early value against the favourite. Skywolf's on three or four this prep, and a uh, total forgive run in the miss. The general, I was going to ask Quinny about this horse. I'm sure I saw big odds midweek um, and thought it was overs. I clearly didn't take it, or I'd know what the price was. Look, his wins are spaced, which is a knock, but he's come back well. I think the tempo of 1200 suits him better these days anyway. The Ashford Street form's terrific, and then ran well with a massive impost. Ballarat now plummets in the weights. I think he's right in the game here. Zoltan's trolled well, and Blazer trails a pretty good horse who won well fresh. The improving track is a big plus. You know, I was originally working soft six or seven and want to risk him into a five. And you're back in the game, I think. But anyway, one eight eleven five. What were the flux with the general there for Gator Quinny? Yep. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Quinny. I'll get that. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get back to him, Mark Hunter. Your speed map, and then your tips, if that's okay. Yeah, listening to 
to uh, Tommy Sadler say they'll take a sit with Sam's image to help it at the 1,200. That sort of leaves the general pretty much dictating the race. What I can see draws out wide, can roll forward at its leisure. Sam's image takes a sit behind it. Then you've got the likes of Pioneer River, Blazer Trails, Skywolf and Rock the Ring not too far away. But very low pressure race is going to suit the general here. I'm going to tip number eight, Skywolf, who i sort of done the form same as Gator for a bit of a wetter track than what we might end up with. Skywolf's flying on wet ground. Take away that Sydney failure. A uh, couple ago, it's Melbourne runs are terrific. It's got 54 kilos after the claim. Parks just behind the speed, gets out of the pack and gives chase to beat 11, the general. Bit of a two back, 52 kilos, just rolling along, no pressure whatsoever in front. It'll be very hard to run down. Three blades of trail. On a six, I'd be leaving out of the quaddy. If you get, get a track upgrade early in the day, I'd be putting it in. And one Karen, always thereabouts, got a great winning chance. Just not sure it completely savages the line at 1,200. Go eight, 11, three and one. Brendan? Liked his run in the Topaz. He was on the back of Triple Missile. He left him at the top of the straight, but he's worked late through the line. Was was good. Comes back in grade. Uh, agree what Mark says. Maybe he's not the strongest at the back end of 1,200, but I think back to 84 grade might uh, even it out a little bit, and uh, and he's the one for me to beat. Number eight, Skywolf. He's flying this preparation. Uh, solid from outside the lead. Uh, there at uh, Sandown last time out. Three uh, Blazer Trail with the improving ground. Uh, uh, he gets uh, into the numbers. Uh, he got a really smart ride from Jai McNeil last time out to score. Zoltan resumes. First look at a trip here when we've seen him so far. He's been 14 to a mile, so he's back to 12. It wouldn't have been much of an issue, but he did jump out well there at uh, Pendurst on Monday. The general, he's in the quaddy, but not in the top four. One, eight, three, and five. Numbers there from the team in race number seven. Uh, 180.11.5 for Gator. Mark Hunter with the 8 from the 11.3 and 1. And 183.5 and there for Brendan Delaney. That's race number 7. We'll take a quick break here. It's 8.46. We'll come back with the final two races there at Caulfield to preview. And then we'll get the team's best bets and also their quaddies for this afternoon's... The Melbourne Racing Panel. Presented by the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival. Where champions emerge... Race number eight at Corfit is for the three-year-olds over the 1,400 metres. Scratch the one, Jimmy the Bear. The 13, Champions League. The 14, Designer Dreamer. And also the 15, Ocean Raider. Quinny, I'll get a market update here. And also, um, just with that previous race, uh, the General. What price did he open up? $17, the General. Okay. It's been a so it has been well back. 17 yep. into six, the equal third of like now at that quote. But race number eight, the third leg of the Quaddy and Cardinal Gem is the best backed runner at Caulfield today. $4.60 into $3.10. Bets along the way include 500 each way at $4.60, 2,500 each way at $4.40, and 14,940 the win at $3.20. Dominates the market now from Aaron Bay 5, Philadelphia Storm 5.50, Daytona Bay 10. Boltan 10, Place of Gold, a $10 chance. Oriental Legend, best the rest at $17. But after having plenty of bad luck, this preparation, hopefully today is the day for Cardinal Gem. We might hear from his trainer, Graham Begg, because Cardinal Gem, he has been well supported, as you just pointed out, Quinny, and here's Graham. He just needs a good ride. Uh, I think uh, the horse is you know, racing really well, but he's just... Uh, just hasn't had a lot of luck at his last couple of starts. Uh, just needs a bit of clean air at the right time. You know, he's a bit reliant on tempo. Um, you know, he needs, uh, you know, a nice even run race. 
uh, and to give him, give him his chance. But the horse is going particularly well, so don't sell out on him. Well, if he gets the even luck, it's surely Saturday's the day. Yeah, well, he still gets in very well at the weight, 54 kilos. So, you know, he hasn't been far away these last couple of runs with uh, bad luck. So, you know, he, he should be on nice ground there Saturday and uh, he'll get his opportunity. Are you sticking with Cardinal Jen, Mark Hunter? I think uh, the positive out of last start shows it doesn't have to get right out the back. Um, the negative is the horse might need counselling, having followed 200 <laughs> to 1 chances that, uh, again, just pushed his luck, went up the inside. Aaron Bain knocked the horse over inside it, which Polex Cardinal Gem picked itself up and still got through the line really strongly here. You've got Michael D drawn a good spot. I think he can park sixth or seventh, just blend into the race. The horse is absolutely flying without any luck. I'll be very surprised if Cardinal Gem's not the winner today. Looking for Cronulla horses, I'll go number five, Philadelphia Storm, who... I thought ran well first up, was completely unsuited down near the inside up the straight and never really in a rhythm but kept finding the line well. As long as the inside's holding up by now, I think it's the danger. Seven Voltan has come back from a spell on wet ground in fantastic form. Terrific win last time. And then three Aaron Bay probably finds the speed, probably finds the top. There's a little bit of pressure inside. you think it would lead and give you a good sight again. But I think Cardinal Gem will just win. Nine, five, seven, and three. Love the confidence there from Mark Hunter. Brendan, are you with Mark here with Cardinal Gem? I'm going to speak Voltan to uh, to beat him here. Uh, smashed them fresh at Moey in a in a three year old maiden. He was slow out of the gates. Probably had no right to win there at Mornington last time out. He got held up everywhere that he went, but. Once he got clear, he was able to build momentum very quickly and he just got the start wrong there last time, which forced him a long way back. I think he can begin a lot better and in a race where there's not a great deal of speed uh, on paper, I think from a good gate he can be prominent and uh, give you a good side at $10 and, and $3 a play. So you can take what you're, uh, what you're getting for uh, uh, the favourite to win for, uh, for Volton to run top three. So uh, he's my play in this race each way, number seven, Volton to beat. Cardinal Gem should have won second up. Nearly went through the fence last time. Uh, still picked himself up to uh, to run on. Uh, the concern is now, he, well, he's going well enough, but he's a horse that's won one of ten. And uh, five, uh, Philadelphia Storm. Drew the wrong part of the track, fresh as Mark outlined. I thought he was uh, okay there and uh, showed enough in his first preparation to be competitive, particularly with the ground drying out. And then four, Daytona Bay unbeaten to date. Had the right run there, packing them uh, first up. Seven, each way to beat nine, five and four. Gator? Yeah, no, I'm Team Cardinal Gem as well. Um, that second up run was outstanding, given the crawling tempo. And I think Mark touched on the most salient point. He put himself in the race last time, you know, and instead of relying on his ability to quicken, which is not his one would, let's say, to use the current uh, vernacular, um, he was already there. So <clears throat> then all he needed was clear running. Alas, that didn't happen. I think he should have won it, and now... Uh, the, uh, subsequently, because he hasn't won it, he stays way down in the weight. So um, just clear running. Let's see if he's good enough. But um, you know, my wallet will be there to say he is. Philadelphia Storm, uh, yeah, I think the guys have summed him up really well, just drawing that inside section up the straight. Uh, wrong spot. Went through the line really nicely. He won second up last trip, then went to Flemington 1400. He won in really good time. And he beat a horse called Aaron Bay. It clearly ties in. And Aaron Bay was uh, was brave last time, and he too is in well at the weights. Both Palace of Golden Masterful uh, certainly trifecta first four players. Nine five three eleven.
So, Gator keen on Cardinals Gem, 9-5-3 and 11. Mark Hunter really keen on Cardinals Gem, 9-5-7 and 3 for Mark. And Brenda Delaney with uh, the 7 each way. Volton for the keys um, to defeat the 9. Cardinal Gem, 5 and 4. Let's have a look at the final event. Benchmark 84 over the 1,400 metres. The one Bams on fire is scratched. 6, we take Manhattan also out along with the 13, do you reckon? Quinny, um, I'll get the market here and then I'll get your best bets for the day. Lucky last and a very well-backed runner here, number 11. He's our Bonneville, $8 into $4.20 yesterday. Just pushed out slightly today to four forty, but heads the market now at that quote. On the second line of betting, the long-time favourite, Sig Positano, who's at $4.60. Mr. Exclusive, 8 Polanco, 10 Mayfair Spirit, 11 but the Kiwi well back to get the job done here in his R. Bonneville. For those casting the net a little bit wider today, we don't discriminate where they win, but the best-backed runner outside of the big meetings comes up at Newcastle today. A first starter, race six, number five, flag of honour, $5.50 into two ten from the Chris Lee stable. I've tweeted out that recent trial if you want to check that one out, and I think we can get the cash nice and early at Eagle Farm today. Gareth, I'll be playing one nice and early in the day in race three, number one, our intrigue, written by our man, Willie Pye. Good luck to you. Good luck to everyone investing across the nation today. Good on you, Quinny. Brenda Delaney, who wins the last at Caulfield. They're going to go with the international. He's our Bonneval. I'm a sucker for a good jump out and uh, really liked his uh, his work there at uh, at Cranbourne. Uh, I think if he's ready to go, Trent Bussenden seems keen uh, that he is right to go. I think he can be uh, winning this race number 11. Uh, for Mr. Exclusive, in for second, was a good effort there on speed. Just couldn't quite get uh, get past them late, but he batted on where you'd expect him to be fitter and, and be there for uh, a long way. Sig Positano. Uh, he's got me a few times his preparation just starting to uh, wonder a little bit with him he does get down to the 53 and a half to get his chance today and then and beyond uh, went round in the topaz he was just okay there he's had a nice jump out since there on uh, Monday and expect him to uh, to put in a forward showing today Alana Kelly taking the two off 11 to beat 4, 8 and 3 Gator who do you like in the last? I think Turbo's the value home he charged some fresh running Excellent closing splits. He went to South Australia. Um, unfortunately, they struck a track where the pattern was no help to him. Uh, now gets to 1,400. Now, I bet they sit closer this time. Good roughy. Sig Positano beat home turbo second up. Meets him five and a half kilos better. So if you're a weights and measures um, fan, Sig Positano is your pony. Uh, terrific uh, running on hard to jigsaw last time in a mostly on-pace race. That's three kilos on Polanco from that one. Polanco was terrific last time himself off a wide run. I like the Tuvalu form. And both Reckoning and Mr. Exclusive are in my Coddy home. So 10, 8, 7, 12. And a good push, too, from David Brideck with Turbo. Gators on, Tom, on top selection there, and you can get around $15 for that galloper. Mark Hunter, your speed map in the last, and then your tips, mate. Not a lot of speed. Gareth, I would have thought maybe Condos uh, Express, Mr. Exclusive, um, Handy, Blanco, they tend to ride Sig Positano handy when it draws well. Maybe Hickok not far away up in trip and just Jake from out wide. They don't look like they're going hard on paper to me. I'm tipping he's our Bonneville. It's got that terrific form line. The horse who beat it last time was the grey horse that James McDonald won on recently at Ascot. So I've got a good form line there. Love that couple of recent jump outs. I think it parks midfield and just might be too good for these horses. Tier to beat number 12, Reckoning. Two runs back from a spell have been good. We'll get back. So hoping you can run on certainly by now, should be finishing off. 
Nine Mayfair Spirits had the three jump outs in preparation for this and 10 Turbo. Good odds has come back from a spell well, getting fitter, and certainly has got some chance. But I think 11 can win. He's our Bonneville, 11, 12, 9 and 10. So 11, 12, 9 and 10 there for Mark Hunter. 10, 6, 7 and 12 in the last for Gator and 11, 4, 8 and 3 for Brendan Delaney. Mark Hunter, your best and a quality, please. My best is race 8, number 9, Cardinal Gem. My value, race 5, number 13, first light. The quaddy will play this way. First leg will go 1, 2, 4, 7, 8, 9 and 10. Second leg, 8 and 11. Third leg, number 9, 1 out and come home 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 in the last. Yep. Um, good on you, Mark. Enjoy your day, mate. Have you got a winner there for us at Tichuca? Yeah, we'll go race four, number eight here, Mar Singer. No weight on the heavy track. Chased down a good wet tracker last time. Looks its right race. Good on you, mate. Go and get them. Thanks for that. There's Mark Hunter. Uh, Gator, your best in a quality, please, at uh, Caulfield. Caulfield, race eight, number nine, Cardinal Gem. It's time to shine. Make it the best. Quality-wise? Let's go four, seven, two, and one. Uh, that was a bit quick. Four, seven, two, and one. Beautiful. Yeah. And a slow learner. Race seven for the second league. We'll go one, eight, 11, five, and three. The third leg's the Cardinal Gym race. Nine, five, and three. Hopefully gets us through. And coming home with 10, eight, seven, 12, and Good on you, Gator. Have a coffee, and I'll catch up with you uh, pretty shortly for the preview there at Randwick this afternoon. Roger. There's David Gately there. Brendan Delaney, your best in a quaddy, please. Uh, they were a struggle to find the best. If you want a horse that's probably going to win, you're going to have to take the short quote, race two, number three, Gennady. Uh, two that I want to back each way, though, race six, number 11, nice for what? Race eight, number seven, Voltan. For the quaddy, one starry legend, four squid games, seven inundation, 11, nice for what? Second leg, one Curran, three Blazer Trail, five Zoltan, eight Skywolf, 11 The General. Third leg, four Daytona Bay, five Philadelphia Storm, seven Volton, nine Cardinal Gem. And then bring it home with three Ambion, four Mr. Ex- Exclusive, seven Palenco, eight Sig Positano, 11 He's Our Bonneval, and 15 Hickok. Good on you, mate. Enjoy your day at Caulfield. Yep, pack the kid up now and uh, and head off to the Heath. Good on you, mate. There is Brendan Delaney, Mark Hunter and David Gately, along with Nicholas Quinn for the Melbourne Form Preview of Caulfield this afternoon. And just repeating, when this morning when we had a chat to Tim Bailey, it was a soft six. Currently, I think it's still a soft six. But he did report after we interviewed him around 7.30 that he had a couple of horses gallop on uh, the course proper there at Caulfield. And the feedback from the jockeys was uh, it's more than likely that we'll get to a soft five at Caulfield this afternoon.